the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the Russian operative. We're both Russian operatives. We're here to disclose that today, that both Greg and I uh, have been recruited to be black ops for the Russian government here, and any election that unfolds in California, um, you know, we will be involved. Da. Something like that. Uh, amazing week, and it, it, I don't know, Greg, I, it, it sort of compares, the release of the Mueller report sort of compares, in my mind, to election night in some ways. You saw the media's reaction to not just no collusion, but no obstruction, right. completely cleared, and the media responds with this. They respond with, in the truest sense of the word collusion, Donald Trump colluded with the Russian government. How do you get the results of this report, which stipulate no collusion, no obstruction, and then turn right around as the media and say, but in the truest sense of the word collusion, Donald Trump colluded with Russia? It's It's called lying. And if you and the Democrat Party and the mainstream media, but then I repeat myself, have the same philosophy towards truth telling as did Lenin and Stalin and Hitler and Goebbels is take a lie and repeat it often enough and people will begin to believe it. And you look at the polling data, despite there there never being ever a shred of evidence of any collusion between Donald Trump and anyone associated with him with the Russians. And by the way, the collusion was between Hillary Clinton, her campaign, and the Russians, and the FBI, and the Department of Injustice, and British intelligence, and so on. Believe that aside, there was never any evidence for Trump-Russia collusion, but they kept repeating that lie over and over again. And look at the polling data. There's a substantial number of Americans, hopefully less now, that believed there is Trump-Russia collusion. Only because it's been repeated so often. And most people, all they do is they look at the Chiron as they're walking through an airport. All they do is read the headlines as they're scanning newspaper sites. All they do is listen to the uh, short version of a story, never the long version. Great example of this, by the way. Um, one of the things we probably will touch on is, of course, the, 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 the horrible fire at the Notre Dame Cathedral. Glenn Beck compared certain made a comparison in the early hours of that news reporting that was happening on Monday he said this is the uh, this is comparable to the 911 event for France meaning that a building that's iconic in the history of France is burning and what it means to the french people there are you can draw similarities and comparables to the World Trade Center. Sure, nobody died. Sure, it wasn't Islamic terrorists. Sure, you can go through a list. But in terms of the impact, 
on the culture and what it represents, there you can draw some comparisons. And the headline was, on the part of the media, Glenn Beck compares the burning of Notre Dame to 9-11. Now, you draw what you want to as a conclusion from that, and many did, and you could tell based on the response on Twitter uh, to the reporting of that. But that it, that gives you an idea of how the media stacks the deck so that it plays into your personal bias. Because anybody that listened to what Glenn Beck said, or even the article, I read an article in Newsweek about it. Even if you read the article, you can tell exactly what Glenn Beck meant. But instead, what they do is they give you a headline, and then they lead you to a conclusion. So if you don't watch Glenn Beck and you don't read the article, you come away with Glenn Beck's a knucklehead. Now, that may be the case, but... I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but I don't think the cause of that fire has been determined. And uh, there is, I do believe this, if, and I'll emphasize the word if, this was started by one or more Muslims, the government will do everything possible to cover it up. Or it doesn't even have to be Muslims. I, I mean, obviously, you know, France and a lot of the countries over there have issues with uh, migrants that are coming in from Muslim countries. And we see the riots that happen in Islam and the no-go, I mean, that happen in France and other countries and the no-go zones that are there that are, according to the authorities, not there. There are plenty of other people and other groups that could do this because Europe is struggling with its Christian heritage right now. And so it doesn't Islam is only one of the factions there that could do this because it did happen on Holy Week. It did happen. I mean, there's so many dids. And we learned about the seven or eight incidents the week before where other Catholic uh, facilities were desecrated and burned, Uh, not to this extent. And we learned that every year over the past couple of years, there have been 800 to 1,000 different incidents of desecration and destruction of Christian-based facilities, cemeteries, and so on. Didn't really even hear about that until, you know, Notre Dame. Right. But this, back to this. Back, back, back to, back to Mueller. And I, as I say, we'll see how, we'll see what, what happens and what information comes out on this, on the, on the Notre Dame fire. But I'll, I'll stand by my, what I said before is if it was Muslims, the authorities will do everything possible to cover it up. And now back to Mueller. This is, what happened here is just extraordinary on, on so many different levels. First of all, you have the media and the Democrat Party, but again, I repeat myself, for two-plus years, Trump-Russia collusion, Trump-Russia collusion, Trump-Russia collusion, Trump-Russia collusion, so on and so on and so on, saying that with never any evidence whatsoever, whatsoever, and what they've done to their own credibility, I mean, you know, the, the left-wing MSNBC, CNN, their audiences are still way down because for, for those two-plus years, they've been promising their audiences this. And all of a sudden, oops, no, there is no evidence of it. Now they try to say, well, yes, there really is evidence when there isn't. In the, in the truest form of the word, as you mentioned before, whatever, whatever the truest form of the word is as opposed to having evidence to support the proposition means I'm not quite sure. But then you also have which you have this aspect of it. And this is probably more dangerous and more ominous. Not that people would lie, you know, lying in politics has been going on as long as there have been politics. That this was originated when the Hillary Clinton campaign, working with the FBI and the Department of Injustice, launched this investigation. And I think is 
the evidence and the information comes out, whether it's in a criminal investigation in the next year or two, or whether it's ultimately in history. This originated in the White House with Barack Hussein Obama seeking to spy on and undercut the, uh, the campaign of Hillary Clinton's opponent. And they used these powerful engines of government that are supposed to be there to protect the country, protect the American people, and, uh, and uphold the rule of law to undermine and subvert it. And then you have, according to this dossier that, they, that the Hillary Clinton campaign paid for, they, they got information from Russian intelligence to put into this dossier, which then they spread around Washington, including by John McCain and his people were, were pushing this. And at the same time, you're talking about co- part of what the report has addressed was possible obstruction of justice. Then you have the Justice Department, Injustice Department rather, telling the FBI not to indict Hillary Clinton. You have the FBI writing an exoneration memo for Hillary Clinton before they interviewed any witnesses. And you have Obama stating on the record a public exoneration of Hillary Clinton before the investigation was conducted. And lo and behold, guess what? Dirty cop Jim Comey goes out and exonerates Hillary Clinton despite laying out the evidence of how she violated the laws regarding the handling of classified information, using the same rationale that Obama gave, that she didn't intend to do that, when there's no intent aspect of that law. So this is, this, 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 is, this is dangerous when these government agencies become agents and arms of a political party against the other. And that's exactly what happened. Kellyanne Conway, responding to the news, said President Trump doesn't need a rebuttal to the Mueller report when he she was asked if uh, what presidents uh, what what President Trump would be stating. His greatest rebuttal, she said, is that he's in office. He will stay in office and he will be reelected. She says the Democrats have nothing. They banked everything on the Mueller report, and it really is the case. Guess what the DN, uh, the DCCC did? That's the Democratic Congressional Conference Committee, I think. is Campaign what, Committee. Campaign Committee, thank you. Democrat Congressional Campaign Committee, and that's equivalent to the National uh, NRCC, the National right. Republican Campaign They go out and raise money to, to elect members of their party to Congress. In case anyone is wondering whether Democrats would stop pushing this Russian hoax collusion, hysterically, the DCCC sent out this fundraising email immediately after the release of the report on Thursday alleging a cover-up and telling supporters it is vital we discover the depths of Trump's Russia ties. Here's the email. After two long years, we deserve to know the full truth about Trump's Russia lies and his ties. Instead, Trump and his attorney general just gave us a watered-down version of Mueller's long-awaited report to completely cover up any wrongdoing. Now, all of a sudden now, Mueller is culpable in covering up this? There were, there were and we now that the report has come out, uh, there were redactions. There were pages that were uh, that required were, by law to be redacted. Exactly. Well, guess how many? There's a thousand redactions, and seven pages are blacked out completely. Bob Barr said from the beginning the reasons why there would be redactions. So somehow, 
the Democrat see uh, the Democrat com- uh, congressional campaign committee says that this is a cover up. Literally, they covered up the results of Mueller's long-awaited report, watered it down by redacting it. This moment is absolutely vital, upholding our democracy. That's why we're counting on you uh, and to add your name to two million other grassroots Democrats to demand. They send Trump. us money, of course. Right. So you add your name to the to the uh, report. Never get. Uh, there was some movie. Maybe it was a Sting or something. Never give up the scam. And they certainly aren't. And CNN's Chris Como, in the hours following this, did his best to keep the Russian hoax alive. And even the reporters. We've got a clip that will play after the break. We're going to take a break real quick, but you have to hear this reporter. These are the questions that reporters asked Attorney General Bill Barr following his press conference talking about what they were getting ready to have. And we will have those astounding questions from the supposedly neutral fourth estate. Obviously, that's a joke, uh, which is the American media after this break from our sponsor for this half hour. They're not reporters in the, quote, truest sense of the word. Oh, they're not. They're not. More after this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM 590, The Answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of our listeners, our private citizens, the private citizens of the United States, those that are in California hearing us, and wherever our podcast may reach. We were talking about the big announcement this week, the release of the Mueller report, the long-awaited Mueller report after two years of painstaking uh, investigation by uh, as many as it's sometimes 17 Hillary Clinton supporting uh, attorneys, some of whom are the most aggressive attorneys. Some of whom who have documented and adjudicated records of prosecutorial misconduct. There you go. The report's finally out. If anybody was going to dig up anything, it would have been these people. From pre-dawn raids on witnesses' homes like Roger Stone and Paul Manafort to indictments of companies and Russians that will never actually be brought to court. Well, let me stop you there. There was one Russian company that, that they did indict and showed up 
to their surprise and chagrin, and said, we want to get to trial right away. And Mueller's team goes, oh, no, 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 no. We can't get to trial right away. We need to delay this trial. To literally destroying the lives of people like Lieutenant General (laughs) Michael Flynn, uh, attempting to destroy the lives of others. Uh, Jerome Corsi, the one individual that would not play the game of taking a plea arrangement that would have forced him to lie, literally lie, about his testimony. He fought it, and it looks like he won. Uh, He still got things to go through with that. But here we are with this uh, with this report. Now, um, what we have is um, what we have is audio of the press following the press conference, asking William Barr these pointed questions. See if you can tell whether or not these are legitimate members of the media or do they sound more like congressmen at a committee hearing interrogating a witness. Democrats in Congress have asked for Robert Mueller himself to testify. Uh, Robert Mueller remains a Justice Department employee as of this moment. Will you permit him to testify publicly to Congress? I have no objection to Bob Mueller personally testifying. Uh, Mr. Attorney General, it's not just Democrats who have questioned some of the process here. A Republican appointed judge on Tuesday said you have, quote, created an environment that has caused a significant part of the American public to be concerned about these redactions. You clear the president on obstruction. The president is fundraising off of your comments about spying. And here you have remarks that are quite generous to the president, including acknowledging his feelings and his emotions. So what do you say to people on both sides of the aisle who are concerned that you are trying to protect the president? Well, actually, the, the statements about his, his, his uh, sincere beliefs are, for, are, are recognized in the report that there was substantial evidence for that. So I'm not sure what your basis is for saying that I'm being generous to the president. You face an unprecedented situation. It just seems like there's a it lot is, of effort to say, to, to go out of your way to acknowledge how this Well, is there, is there another precedent for it? No, but it's a Okay, so thing. unprecedented is an accurate description, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. What do you say to people who are concerned that you are trying to protect the president? Eric. Eric. There's a lot of public interest in the absence of the special counsel and members of his team. Was he invited to join you up on the podium? Why is he not here? This is his report, obviously, that you're talking about today. No, it's not. The report he did for me as the attorney general. He is required under the regulation to, pr- to provide me with a confidential report. I'm here to, to discuss my response to that report and my decision entirely discretionary to make it public, since these reports are not supposed to be made public. That's what I'm here to discuss. Propriety for you to come out and sort of what appears to be sort of spinning the report before public, the public gets a chance to read it. Okay. Thank you very much. The night before, the Democrats had asked William Barr not to do a press conference. They said it's inappropriate. It's unprecedented. You should not do a press conference. You should simply release the report and not uh, make not weigh in on uh, this, and I think he did. A, a, you got to listen to the the press conference. It's short; it's twenty minutes. Uh, I think William Barr did a great job. Well, he did, and he has this very um, low key, but very factual, very legal, very 
uh, persona and way of presenting this information. Here's what it is. Here's what the evidence is. Here's what the evidence isn't. Here's the conclusions. Here's why I did what I did. And he's effective at this. So, of course, the Democrats do not want him to get out there and say what's in the report and and the evidence that is not in the report because there isn't any such evidence. So they've they've made him a target, especially since he acknowledged the obvious that— the, the FBI and the Justice Department and others were other agencies were spying on Donald Trump and his campaign, and there may be some there may be prosecutions coming against some of these deep state actors for their conduct and for their lies about 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 their conduct. So they want to start trying to undermine him and protect their deep state arms and and weapons that they that they are they're now part of. The Democrat Party. They've uh, they've called for William Barr to testify before Congress. He said, I'm happy to, you know, come before any committee that you'd like. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he's not going to be a whole lot different than he was uh, earlier when he came before both Congress and before the House and the Senate uh, Appropriations Committee when he was asking for money. And he effectively during those events shut them shut them down. So here we are this week, the release of the Mueller report. The big news is not so much what was or wasn't in the Mueller report, but I think the big news is watching the media uh, try to spin this afterwards, try and continue to uh, have the Russian uh, interference as a as a narrative during the twenty for going forward for the twenty twenty election. It's going to be very interesting watching the Democrats try to continue to hold hearings. On the president's uh, put the, on the campaign's uh, collusion after the release of this report that says there was no collusion. So I'm looking forward to how the Democrats are going to continue to spin this into additional investigations and committee hearings on that very topic. As you mentioned, Stalin's secret police chief, Lavrenti Beria, said that show me the man. And I'll find the crime. And what is amazing in this report and what's amazing to date is despite the FBI and Justice Department, other intelligence agencies, the Democrat Party, the mainstream media, the Hillary Clinton campaign, and almost certainly foreign intelligence agencies for more than two years trying to find a crime that Donald Trump committed, they haven't found one yet. For his entire life, and they're not trying to get into his business activities, and they're investigating that, and so far, they have not been able to find a crime. They haven't been able to make up a crime. They haven't been able to conjole witnesses and pressure witnesses into lying so they can allege a crime. Here's the key takeaway from this report. In Mueller's report's words, although the investigation established that the Russian government perceived it would benefit from a Trump presidency and worked to secure that outcome, and that the campaign expected it would benefit electorally from information stolen and released through Russian efforts. And I don't know that that's necessarily been corroborated because the server from the DNC that supposedly was hacked by, quote-unquote, Russians, was never given to the FBI. It was given to a private company who established uh, that it was Russia, and there is ev- actually evidence it could have been the Chinese government. No, the, the metadata on the emails from the DNC server shows that they were copied locally and not ha- accessed over the Internet. Exactly. That the campaign expected it would benefit electorally from information stolen released through Russian efforts. The investigation, and here it is, Greg, the investigation did not 
established that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. That's the that's the key finding of the Mueller report. The campaign was not involved, despite, as it goes on to say, the best efforts of the Russian government to interact with the campaign. The really scary interference efforts were came from the Hillary Clinton campaign, colluding with the FBI and the Injustice Department. So for good reading throughout the weekend, we Greg and I recommend reading Mueller's report called Report on the Investigation into Russia Interference in the 2016 Presidential Election. More coming up on the Unite IE Radio Show. We'll be talking about a couple of key events you don't want to miss. Uh, one with Dr. Karen Sigmund, leader of the American Freedom Alliance in L.A. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate, broker license number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizens. And, Greg, there's a lot of private citizens that are going to be busy on April the 28th going to the Unite IE Conservative Conference. That event has uh, officially sold out, but unofficially. For the the second time. For the second time. And unofficially, you can uh, possibly keep checking because there are an occasional refund that's made, which opens up a seat. So if you keep checking back at the... Uh, Web page, am590.info. Click on the banner. Go to the Eventbrite registration and just see if there's seats available. Uh, you might get lucky, but it is officially sold out and unofficially people cancel and those seats become available. So keep checking. In lieu of going to the Unite IE Conservative Conference, there's another. Or in addition. Or, or in addition. Uh, if you are going and you uh, want to take in another great event that's happening here in Southern California on Sunday, May the 5th, the Sunday after our conference, our sister, I like to call this our sister organization up in L.A. because they do such a great job. They are also, uh, ve- you know, bring in great speakers. They put on conferences all throughout the year. I'm talking about the American Freedom Alliance. Uh, we have on the phone with us right now the person who leads that and has since the passing of its original founder, Karen Sigmund, Dr. Karen Sigmund, who does just an amazing job of bringing people to Southern California that we all want to see. Karen, thank you for joining us here on the Unite Inland Empire radio show. Well, thanks so much for having me, and, and thank you for your very warm introduction. I appreciate that a lot. Well, how excited are you about what you're getting ready to do on May the 5th? Oh, I just, I honestly, every day I pinch myself. I am so blown away. Just to be perfectly honest, at the lineup that we've put together, 
I love thinking of us as your sister organization because what we do is so complementary and yet so so different, but it's it's sort of tackling two sides of the same thing. And what is that thing? The preservation of this great country and of Western civilization. And one of the things that you do, you tackle it from the political as well as cultural point of view, but we're targeting it this time really we're, we're looking at the left long march so from the cultural perspective hey, give the title give the title of your of your conference it's it is the, the long march through the institutions the left revolution by other means and that's exactly what we've been seeing I, I hear from people all the time who are sort of shocked at oh my gosh the left look what they've done to education or look what they've done to the media or look what they've done to to the Academy Awards, or every the family, gender, medicine, law, everything, and they're sort of startled to find that all of this is happening. Where the reality is, this has been a plan for over a hundred years, and what we're seeing now daily, we've got the big picture of what's been going on, but also just the daily attacks on everything that underlies literally and it's not hyperbole literally western civilization and the reference and so our thinking was yeah go the, ahead the reference to long march what is that right well originally um karl marx and his buddy Engels had said you know we've got this great idea communism where workers of the world unite you have nothing to lose but your chain but the workers of the world didn't really want to because it was the birth of the middle class and so on. So an Italian guy named Gramsci in the 30s said, you know, instead of doing an economic struggle against capitalism, we're going to do this through the institutions. And he came up with this idea of going into various of our civic and political institutions, education media, every everything, and from the inside out, destroying them or turning them leftwards. It was somebody else named Duchki, Reinhold Duchki, who said, you know what, we're going to call this the Long March because of what Mao had done, a cultural long, taking the long view of of how to undermine society. And so that's what they've been doing. We we see this. Some of us wake up, right? Brandon Straker woke up and walked away um, when he realized the extent to which the media was so in bed with the left. And then once you w- see that, you realize that it's been pervasive in a long, a long plan that we're only just people are waking up to now. And so the idea of the conference is. The more you see that this is all of a piece, it's not coincidence, it's not a bunch of random stuff happening, it really was an orchestrated thing. I think the more you know, the better able you are to counteract it. Mm. These underlying ideas of a, of a country or a civilization are just so important is that uh, Ronald Reagan said that if we don't remember what we did, we won't know who we are, and not and just in the history context, in the education context, 
they're not just not teaching our history. They're teaching a perverted, negative view of the history of Western civilization and America in particular. So you have a, so we have a, your belief of who we are as a civilization in a country for the current generation is a negative one. So it's nothing that you would want to preserve or, or defend. Right. That's so fundamental. And that's when the long march, you know, each of the institutions that we talk about is important, but it really is the education one that's fundamental. If you teach nothing but shame rather than pride, you can't expect people to to want to defend what is great about us because, as you say, they haven't been taught it. All they know is our founding fathers were a bunch of evil white slave owners, that we are an evil colonial nation that has gone into other places and exploited and extorted, that slavery was, you know, so much of this is about slavery, but it's all about shame, and they are teaching children to be ashamed of this country, and nothing could be further from the truth. We have been the greatest agent of freedom that the world has ever known. And Western civilization itself, Europe here has Israel, I'm going to throw in there as well. The tenets that underlie that are the tenets that have brought the greatest freedom, the greatest prosperity, the greatest opportunity, the greatest empowerment of the individual ever in the history of the world. And teach it in such a twisted way is to do such damage to these individuals. Imagine growing up with this shame of your country. And this is, you know, to just jump onto AOC for a second. I have no doubt this girl is desperate to bring great things to the world. You know, she's an absolute fighter, but what she's fighting for is 180 degrees incorrect, and what she's fighting against also is exactly wrong. So it's been an exploitation of our young people's best, um, their their best emotions, their their compassion, their desire to make change. We're, Except what it's built on is completely wrong, and it's a tragedy. We're talking to Karen, Dr. Karen Sigmund. She is the leader of an organization called the American Freedom Alliance. They're having their conference uh, that they have. They have a number of conferences throughout the year. The next one is coming up on May the fifth. It's the Sunday following the Unite IE Conservative Conference. Your conference is being held in L.A. Uh, give us a rundown yeah. really quick of who the speakers are, some of the topics, uh, and then we're going to tell uh, people how they can get discounted tickets through Unite IE, and then we can all sit together and have a Unite IE party at the AFA conference if uh, you are so inclined to join them. so great. So I would love that. Give, um, us, give us a little... Yeah, give so us, we're opening... It, it's May the 5th, as you said. It starts at 10, and it runs till 6. We have that big of a day. Um, We have 21 speakers. It's kind of astounding. We're opening with David Horowitz, the man, when it comes to everything about the left, their plans, their strategies, their tactics. He literally has written the book on this. Then we have panels on education, 
as we were just saying, it really is one of the fundamental aspects of indoctrination. And one of the panels entitled, Give, Give Me Four Years to Teach the Children, the Lenin quote. And we have three astounding people, including somebody who I know is a favorite of yours, Rebecca Friedrich, who speaks about the indoctrination that's going on in the schools and how they are diminishing the role of the family in the raising of children. I think that's a really key element. Then we're talking about education, the higher education. We have Dr. Peter Wood coming out. He's president of the National Association of Scholars, and he talks um, to great in great depth about what they've been doing in a higher education. So I think it's both. I think K through 12, as well as universities are doing incredible damage. We also have Pete Peterson from Pepperdine here locally. Jim Simpson, who is one of the main authorities on what the SPLC has done. And that's an interesting case study for the left infiltration of an organization, or at least of an idea of how, how do you defend against, hate organizations. Well, not what they did, which is turning everybody who's not on the left. We're running short on time, but not to mention your keynote speaker, Charlie Kirk, the founder of Turning Point USA. Turning Point USA is our keynote. So we've got all kinds of great people, great topics, um, talking about the family, speech, gender, religion, and Brent Bozell coming up from MRC. So Bill Whittle, yeah, so Bill Whittle, John Sullivan, who produced Whittle, and directed John Obama's uh, Obama. Uh, this is Dinesh D'Souza's movie, Obama's America, yeah. and also Gosnell, yeah. um, Jim Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is an amazing lineup, and uh, it's a <laughs> testimony to the work that you do, that the AFA does. Okay. So get your tickets. Go to uh, we will put this up on the Unite IE Facebook page, but give us the URL where folks can get tickets. Yeah, well, well, you can go to um, AmericanFreedomAlliance.org, and there's links there through Eventbrite or through you guys. We will have a Unite IE code for a group discount. Love to see you all at a table. It really will be an astound. I mean, really, it's going to be a game changer of a day. Between your weekend and then us following up, we're really going to change the world here, and it's very exciting. You do great work, and the last day-long conference of yours that I went to was what was entitled "Islam and the West: Can They Coexist?" And it was, it was similarly, it was yes. a great and fantastic lineup of speakers with great information. And um, this Thank one's you. this one's it looks like it's going to be even better. I know I'm going to be here because this cultural stuff is absolutely vital to the survival of Western civilization. And, and I just want to make this point: we watched the fire at Notre Dame. This yeah. past week, and regardless of how that fire started, there was I think there was, and I think there's a larger symbolism of what is happening to Western civilization in more than just the fire and the burning down of a famous church. If you look back over the 500 years, roughly, of the rise of Western civilization, and you compare the world now to the world then in terms of its advancements in science, technology, prosperity, freedom, human rights, self-government. It's just been the most astounding period of progress at any time, anywhere in human history. And yet these cultural institutions now controlled by the left are teaching people yeah. this, has not, this has been the worst, most evil part of human history when they just the, as you said before, the 180 degrees opposite of the truth. Yeah. 
So to join yeah. this conference, amazing conference, the American Freedom Alliance, go to the organization's webpage. The webpage, again, I'm going to give it uh, before we uh, here before we take a break. It's American Freedom Alliance, spelled out, dot org. You just scroll down to right. where it says buy your tickets here. Click on that. Takes you to Eventbrite. Click on the... Uh, you know, a little banner, buy tickets, click on individual, and you have the opportunity to put in the code UNITE, I-E, yeah. all lowercase, and you'll get the preferential rate for our table, uh, which is going to be there. We'll all sit together. We'll have a great time. And uh, Dr. Karen Sigmund, thank you so much for joining us here on the Unite Inland Empire radio show. My pleasure, really, as always. And I look forward to seeing you at your event on Saturday and then at ours on the on the week later. It's actually so, Sunday, but that's okay. Ours is Sunday. Yes, eight days later. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Have a great show. We'll be there. We will be back after a word from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We were talking about with Karen Sigmund about her great conference coming up on Western civilization and how to preserve it. And we have our own Unite IE conference coming up, uh, just it's coming up a week from... Tomorrow. Week from Sunday. Yes. And uh, one on of the our, 28th of April. One of our lead speakers, Brandon Strzok, the founder of the walkaway movement. He was a, he was a leftist. And until the, the pressure differential between reality and his bubble got too great and it burst. And he recognized when, when a friend of his showed him how the mainstream media was lying to him about Donald Trump. And he said, well, what else are they lying to me about? And uh, he and he he became a conservative, a freedom-loving American, and we welcome him to, to the cause. And he founded this walkaway movement to encourage other former liberals and leftists and Democrats to also walk away from today's Democrat Party. He did. It was a video that went viral in May of 2018. He appeared on Tucker Carlson the following week, the Monday of July, the week of July the 4th. I think it was July the 2nd he was actually on uh, that Monday. And he went from uh, a viral, from an obscure individual, you know, n- a, literally a nobody that we would, we'd never heard of him. In his own mind, he was a somebody, but I'm talking about in terms of, you know, public awareness he went right. from nobody to uh a guy who just a couple of weeks ago appeared on Mark Levin show Life Liberty and Levin and you got to have done something pretty unique for Mark Levin uh to bring you on to his 1 hour Fox TV Fox television show that airs on Sunday nights a full hour with Brandon Strock 
And it continues. Uh, he was just asked. Uh, he's now got a personal relationship with Laura Trump. Uh, he was just asked to uh, go to the conf- the uh, rally that the president is doing the same night of the White House Correspondents' Dinner. He's The president's not going to go to that. He's declined, uh, which has got to be like the first time in I don't know how long. Since last year. That, yeah. Since I mean, the first president right. that hasn't <laughs> yeah, that has you know not gone, and he was invited to do that on April the twenty seventh, the night before our conference. But he said no. He said no to the president because he's going to be in Riverside at a VIP event that we put together the night before our conference at the Mission Inn Hotel and Spa, an evening, a literally an evening with Brandon Straka, and it is going to be in the large ballroom of the Mission Inn, and it's $50. You can get your tickets at the Eventbrite site. We'll give you that information there. Uh, But he is going to uh, uh, have both a conversation, uh, a little discussion, uh, some Q&A. He's going to screen his documonial. He calls it a documonial. And what they did was they took uh, somebody, uh, did this for him, and created this amazing piece of video of African Americans, black Americans, who walked away. And by and large, a lot of them said a lot of the similar reasons. So what he did was he edited hundreds of testimonials to create this 35-minute video that tells the story of why all of these black Americans are walking away in their own words. It's an amazing video, and he's gonna, we're going to screen that. Um, you're going to have photo op all night long with Brandon. You're going to be able to chat with him. Uh, we've got hors d'oeuvres, and there are some pretty famous people that are showing up. Sabo, who is, and I think it's called, Sa- his name. he pronounces his name Sabo. It could be Sabo, but he's the street mm-hmm. artist that produces all the conservative artwork that literally decorates Hollywood whenever they're getting ready to do a big event like, you know, the the Academy Awards. Um, he spoofs them. He literally trolls them with amazing artwork. And so Sabo will be there. Um, there are a lot of who's who's that are going to show up. And then there's we're going to have a band. There's going to be music. Uh, all that happens between 6 and 10. So you can get tickets to spend an evening with Brandon. Uh, come early, get dinner at the Mission Inn or any of the restaurants around the Mission. It's going to be a great event. Oh, sounds like a great event. I didn't know Sabo was going to be there. I, I love his work. Well, and there's going to be a silent auction of his work. He's going to sign it. Brandon's going to sign it. It's going to have. Uh, it's going to be uniquely decorated with walkaway uh, stuff. So a silent auction. I mean, this is. There's a lot going on, and we still have a week. So that we're going to be adding stuff to this all next week, all weekend long, and uh, it's going to be a, a, a hugely fun event, a nice pre-event to the conference. So it's going to be a totally different experience than the conference because uh, we're just going to have nothing but cocktails tables set up. There's going to be a bar. It's a cash bar. Uh, we don't, we're not charging enough to have an open bar. Uh, we are going to be serving hors d'oeuvres. And uh, like I said, come to the uh, Mission Inn earlier, have dinner in one of their many restaurants, make an evening of it, and the event uh, doors open. Registration uh, starts at uh, 545, doors open at 6, and we're just going to be having fun. We've got, like I said, a live band. They're going to be taking requests. Doing uh, It's a live band, actually, that does karaoke. So if you think you're brave enough and you want to grab the mic and sing a song, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I've, I've already had several requests, but I'm going to sing anyways. Uh, you, you sing tenor, right? 
10 or 12 miles away. <laughs> Further the better. And solos mostly, right? Solos? Solos. Yeah. Solo, we can't hear it. There you go. That's my, those are my two jokes for, <laughs> for the moment. But this is going to be a great, uh, great evening. Like I said, you can go to uh, uh, our Unite IE Facebook page. We're going to post the link there. You can use the URL that we set up specifically for this event, Straka. And the A is silent, but it's spelled out S T R A K A Riverside dot Eventbrite dot com. Strak Straka Riverside one word, Riverside one word one word Straka Riverside dot Eventbrite dot com to get your tickets. And Wonderful. We got the whole outline, the whole itinerary is there, so check it out. It's going to be fun. Get your tickets. I I expect this to sell out as well. We've only got uh, room for two hundred and fifty people. So get your tickets. Uh, we've already uh, we've already pre-registered about fifty people for the event, so it's screaming along. I expect we'll be half done uh, by the time over the weekend. So uh, don't miss this opportunity. Yeah, and if you missed out on buying your United IE conference ticket because you're thinking, well, I'll buy, I'll buy it later. Well, act quickly because this is also a great event that is uh, almost certain to sell out. Exactly right, and. Uh, I don't know. Any final thoughts here before we have to wrap up the show, Greg? The news says every day you can see the need for people to fulfill the obligations of their most important political office, and that is the private citizen. And if we don't do that, we're going to lose the republic. We're going to lose our freedom because it depends on the private citizen and being active in that role to preserve them. Absolutely. And there is quite a bit of pushback happening. Uh, these people do not like what is unfolding in this country, the leftists. And every day, in different ways, they are attacking people, whether they're working wearing uh, MAGA gear, like uh, they did. Brandon got attacked in an airport. Um, he got attacked in an airport. A gal who uh, uh, you know came up to him, and he made her famous. He said, you're going to be famous, model. Thank you, model. Uh, so stand strong because this fight is a long war. As Dr. Karen Sigmund said, this is a long war and uh, we, we need to endure. That's going to do it for us. Another edition of the United Inland Empire radio program. Great to be with you, Greg. Tune in every Saturday at 4 p.m. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.